Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our great Savior, the lover of our souls, Messiah Jesus. He's coming for His people any minute. Watch Therefore and Be Ready. Dove Schwartz hosts the program with you here from Northern Israel, proclaiming the soon coming of our great King, the any time coming of our great King for His people in the clouds. And I have a very special program to help you understand exactly what's going on today. When you watch on the news, like I did today, when you watch on the news in Germany, uh, a, a Muslim terrorist with an axe who killed a pregnant woman and injured others. When, when you see someone yelling uh, in the name of, the, of this Muslim religion, all these things, and then shooting up the place and killing people, whether it be in Orlando, whether it be in Germany, whether it be in England, whether it be in Syria, wherever it is, we can understand what's going on today from the things I'll be talking about from the Bible in this program. Oh, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless, bless, bless your people. Your, your word promises we can have blessings or choose to have cursings. May all of our listeners choose to have blessings today. In Messiah Jesus' name, Father, thank you and amen. In Genesis chapter 12, there are seven promises the Lord makes to a man named Abram and changes his name to Abraham. Now, after these seven promises, he, hold, he, he passes these promises down from Abraham to Isaac and Isaac to Jacob and changes Jacob's name to Israel. This is all clearly in the Hebrew scriptures, in the book of Genesis. And then through the whole Bible, into the Psalms and down through the prophets and in the new covenant, all the way through in the revelation. So it's all, it's a thread that you see all through the Bible. Now in those seven promises are two that I mentioned just a moment ago. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. That's Genesis chapter 12, verse 3. And, and, and so uh, what we see today with regard to the things, these violent acts that I just mentioned, which are just an example, a snapshot of, of, of them, and they're going to increase. The whole world's going to shake under this. Um, this is, this is going to cause World War III. And, 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 and then uh, much later, excuse me, not much later than other biblical wars, which culminate in the Battle of Armageddon. Now, this is what the Bible clearly teaches. I'm not making this up. Armageddon isn't a Bruce Willis movie. Uh, it's, it's in the Bible. It's a field in northern Israel. I'm not very far from it right now. Napoleon, uh, as a military strategist, looked at that field uh, in Armageddon at the, at the base of Mount Megiddo and said the armies of the world could navigate in this field, just like the Bible says, and, and they will. So anyhow, in Genesis 12, 3, he says, I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And, and we see these blessings and cursings down through history in the Bible. They're, they're recorded. And, and, and so with regard to the curses, I'll give you a few examples. Uh, Pharaoh in Egypt wanted to kill and was killing the Israeli baby boys. How? By drowning them in the Nile River. So here's my question. What happened to Pharaoh's army? Well, they were drowned in the Red Sea, right? In the same way that they were cursing Israel, they themselves were much worse cursed. It's called a few different things, the curse for curse principle or curse in kind. Uh, and, and so 
uh, we see that continue on through the Hebrew scriptures and historically uh, through historical accounts. We, we, we know that, uh, that Daniel was, was thrown in the lion's den. Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. This isn't only in the Old Testament, but it's quoted by Jesus Christ. Uh, the, the reality of this prophet Daniel and the things that, that he wrote of uh, legitimizing the book of Daniel. So the Lord didn't specifically speak of the lions, but he spoke of Daniel and, and, and the righteousness of Daniel. So anyhow, uh, and, and there are other historical things about the book of Daniel I don't have time to go into today. But with regard to the lion's den, uh, the, uh, these accusers accused Daniel and had him thrown into the lion's den. And, and, and here's my question. Did the lions eat Daniel? No. Well, who did they eat? His accusers and their families. Curse for curse. Uh, there's a fellow named Mordecai, righteous Mordecai, in, in the book of Esther. And, 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 a, and a wicked man named Haman built a gallows for Mordecai. Did Mordecai go to those gallows? No, but who did? Haman and his ten sons. Curse for curse. Right? And, and and we see the in World War Two, the world was it was you know the, the the murdering of these Jews was a big yawn. It was no big deal, but then d- did the Nazi killing of Jews stay localized or regional in Europe? No, it went all over the world. So so what does this mean? How does this apply to today? Well, I, I don't have time to go into the, all the details of this, but I can just touch on a few things. So I'm going to go forward to like the 19. Mm, I'm going to go to the 1940s, and there was a man named Haj Amin al-Husseini. Haj Amin al-Husseini. He was uh, uh, the Grand Mufti. He was in charge of the holy sites for Islam in Jerusalem in the 40s. He, there are pictures of him. He, he worked closely with Hitler. He, he wanted to finalize uh, or, or, or complete the final solution that when the Jews were killed, by Hitler in Europe, he wanted the job to be finished in the Middle East, and and he was working with Hitler in that. And, and so, Uncle Hodge, I call him that because he had a nephew, and his nephew uh, was also named Al Husseini, and changed his name to Yasser Arafat. Yasser Arafat. Yasser Arafat was the head of the PLO, the Palestinian Liberation Organization. And so now I'm, I'm moving up forward into the 60s and 70s, 1960s, 1970s. Now, in, in the 40s and 50s, I have a, I have a newspaper. Today, there's a, there's a periodical, a newspaper called the Jerusalem Post. It's a daily paper that's on the Internet, but it's also uh, been a newspaper for, for decades, many decades. And so uh, the Jerusalem Post, before it was called that, was called the Palestinian Post. How's that? Well, because Palestinians... As, as a people, were Jews and Arabs. Uh, both lived in what was called Palestine until 1948. And so there were Palestinian Jews and Palestinian Arabs. And the, and the Jewish newspaper that's now the Jerusalem Post was called the Palestinian Post. I have copies of it. Okay? And so there, there wasn't this Palestinian people like we've been lied to about for so many years now. That wasn't it. That that's been changed very recently. Of course, the the nation, the, the land of Israel, being was named Palestine by the Roman Emperor Hadrian, as a uh, after he had slaughtered the Jewish people in Israel in one thirty one uh, about one thirty five A.D. 
I believe. Anyhow, uh, in, the, uh, in, in that time, uh, he slaughtered the Jewish people, and he also renamed Israel Philistinia after the arch enemy of the Jews, the Philistines. Uh, and, and in English, that's Palestine. That's where the name Palestine historically came from. Go look it up. It's easy information to find. And, and, and so when the Jews came back to what the world called Palestine at that time, and, and Arabs came flooding in for jobs, and it's a whole, that's a long story as well um, that I don't have time to go into. Jews and Arabs who lived in what was called Palestine, which is Israel, of course. Uh, there's no Palestine in the Bible. It's Israel. Uh, they were all, both called Palestinians. And, and, and so when in 1948, Israel fought against five Arab armies and won miraculously and raised the, the uh, Israeli flag up the pole and uh, the, the state, the nation of Israel was declared in one day, just like Isaiah 66 proclaimed it would be, that, that uh, miraculously fulfilling Bible prophecy, at that time is when the big lie began that the, the Arabs were Palestinians and have always owned this land and the Jews have no right to this land and never had any right to this land and the, and the Temple Mount in Jerusalem and the Solomonic Temple never existed and Moses was a Palestinian and Jesus was a Palestinian and on and on the foolishness and the lies go. And people who don't know their Bible and they don't know history don't know the difference and they buy into it. And, and, and so, so, okay, where does the cursing part come in? Where, where does what I'm talking about and what's going on all over the world today, where does that come in? Well, I'm going to tell you after this break. But first, I need to take a break and share with you all about this wonderful ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers here in Israel. Oh, uh, Israeli Believers in Messiah Jesus, getting out the gospel, making disciples, doing great things in the kingdom of God. And, and I encourage everyone, go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com and get involved. Get involved. The Israeli Believers in Messiah Jesus they pay a price for being believers here. There's difficulties associated with believing in Messiah Jesus here in Israel. And, and, and frankly, most of the money given from Christians to bless, to bless Israel and to help Israel, really good intentions, most of that money is given through a couple big organizations, and not a penny of that money goes to the Israeli believers. That's truth. That's that's the real truth. And so uh, with BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, the money goes exclusively to Israeli believers. So having said that, uh, go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. Now, we want to get back into this program, and what we're talking about is Genesis 12.3, where the Bible says, I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. That's what the Holy One of Israel says. And, and so uh, I talked earlier in the program about, um, about the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the PLO. And, and so uh, the PLO... Uh, was a terrorist organization. My goodness, in, in Lebanon, when they were up in southern Lebanon, they were doing things by Yasser Arafat's command under his control, like decapitating girls because they were Christians and, and ripping babies out of pregnant mothers' stomachs. This, this, this is, this is, he's the worst kind of terrorist. He's the father of modern-day terrorism. When they started uh, hijacking ch- uh, planes and blowing them up on runways in, in different countries in Europe and in the Middle East. Uh, th- th- he, th- he is the father of modern-day terrorism. That's who Yasser Arafat was. That's who he was. And, and so what, what did the world do uh, in response to Yasser Arafat's terrorism, this wicked, evil, disgusting man? What did they do? Here's what they did. They invited him to the United Nations. 
And they flew him in 1974. I've seen videos of it. They flew him in a military helicopter into New York City, and they walked him right into the front of the United Nations uh, 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 platform there in front of all the United Nations delegates, and he gave this speech. And they legitimized the PLO, and they legitimized Yasser stinking Arafat. Okay? Why are you upset about this? Because this man is absolutely insane. He was insane. He was a demonic murderer with blood on his hands. And so what they did was, is, is they gave this man and the PLO terrorists, uh, legitimization, and, and, and a standing ovation. And, and, and they opened the door to everything you're seeing in the world today. Right? You know, there's an old saying, if you, if you lay around with dogs, don't be surprised when you get fleas. Why would you pick up a snake and be surprised that you get bit? Right? And, and that was the response to throw Israel under the bus and forsake Israel and uh, to legitimize the father of modern day terrorism. Why? Because they thought if they threw un- Israel under the bus and they thought if they would try to negotiate with this man that all of their terrorism in Europe and around the world would go away. Well, is that what's happening? Hello? No, the God of the Bible means it. And, and what he was doing with the examples I gave earlier with Pharaoh and with Daniel, right, and Mordecai, he's still honoring that covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob today. And he's using these things for his prophetic plans and purposes. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled through these things, right? And, and Jesus, our Lord, said there's a time of tribulation coming on the earth like the whole world has never seen. And we're watching it be, uh, ramp up. And, and it's coming to that, right? And, and so... We have people, I watch the news all over the world from different outlets here, and everyone's so surprised of these murderous terrorist acts happening in their stores, in their airports, in their, in their bars, and all this stuff, when, when they're the ones who invited it and, and, and shook their face in God's, shook their fist in God's face saying, no, we will do what we want. We will uh, side with these people who want to destroy and kill the Jews and have another Holocaust. We will side with them. We will give them Jerusalem. We will uh, meet their demands, and we will get behind them. And we'll do it all in the name of morality and justice and all these other... It's foolishness. Listen, they gave Yasser Arafat the Nobel Peace Prize. Okay? They opened the door, put out the welcome mat, and said, please bring the terrorists in here. Look at the chancellor of, uh, of Germany. She's brought in a million Syrians, many of them terrorists, and they're using axes. They're using trucks in, in, in France, who's done the same thing. And they're, they're using whatever and, and whenever and wherever they like. They're killing innocent people. Why? Well, this is why. The Lord says, I'll bless those who bless you and I'll curse those who curse you. And the whole world is experiencing the Abrahamic curse right now. The whole world. And and the Bible says that's exactly what's going to happen. In the Bible, the Abrahamic covenant is called the everlasting covenant. It's called that over and over again. And over again, it's called the everlasting covenant. I, I could take you to many scriptures, but uh, I want to do this instead. I want to take you 
to Isaiah chapter 24. And listen to this. Behold, the Lord makes the earth empty and makes it waste, distorts its surface and scatters abroad its inhabitants. And it shall be as with the people, so with the priest, with the servant, so with his master, with the maid, so with her mistress, with the buyer, so with the seller. And it goes on and on saying it's going to happen to everybody. No one's going to escape this. The land shall be utterly emptied and utterly plundered for the Lord has spoken this word. The earth mourns and fades away. The world languishes and fades away. The haughty people of the earth languish. The earth is also defiled under its inhabitants because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore, the curse has devoured the earth and those who dwell in it are desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned and few men are left. What's this mean? Well, I know it's not a real cheery message, but I've got good news in just a moment. This is leading up to the time in the book of Revelation. Very soon it's coming where billions of people are going to die under the wrath of God. And, and, and I know, I know pastor, I, pastor so-and-so who wants to fill the pews. This is not a pew filling message. I know, I know people who are counting nickels and noses in churches and have a, a, a $5 million debt or $10 million or $15 or $20 million debt on the building, and they can't do enough fundraisers and building drives to get things going. So they, they have to preach uh, uh, light messages, and they won't tell you what's going on. I, I'm sorry about all that. Yes? And, and why? How, how dare I say these things? Well, listen, we don't have much time left, and there's no more time for church games. We have a king that's coming. Hallelujah. We have a king that's coming. His name is Jesus. And he's coming back. And people say, well, Jesus is coming. Yeah, Jesus is coming. And boy, is he angry. Well, God is love. Yeah, God is love. God is love. God loves babies. So he hates it when people murder them. God loves marriage. So he hates it. When men marry men and women marry women and mock his covenant and march under the, the, the rainbow, which is the sign of the covenant he made with Noah. It's mocking holiness and righteousness. Boy, is he angry. He loves marriage. So he hates what's going on and what's being called marriage that's mocking him. He loves Israel. He loves the Jewish people. He has a plan for them. So he hates it. He hates it as the world has stood behind Islam to destroy Israel. So when you turn on your news, when you hear about what's going on, when you take off your shoes at an airport and, and, and you see an 80-year-old uh, man who's obviously not a terrorist getting patted down while they let other people go right by who probably, you know, in, in, in many countries, they like in Israel at the airport, one of the safest airports in the world, they profile they, they get the people who fit the profile of who's doing, of who's doing the terrorism. But not, not in these politically correct, goofy places that have a farce of security and invite these, these terrorists in, into their countries, right? Now they're deceived and they're deluded and they're walking under the curse. The whole world's under it. So where's the good news? How about a little love, brother? Here's the love. Are you ready? Because God is love. He sent Jesus, the Lord, to die for our sins. That's how serious sin is, that Jesus had to die for it, to pay for our sins. He was buried on the third day, rose again, and we can commit our lives to him and follow him, and we can experience the forgiveness and the love and the mercy of God. Yes, and there's great blessings 
as we walk in the ways of the Lord, even in the midst of a world that's walking in curses and shaking its fist at Him. There's great blessings. There's the love of the Lord that we can experience. We can bless Israel. I've talked about on this program the curse that's on the earth and, and how so many are being cursed for, from cursing Israel. Right? But we can bless Israel. That's why we have this ministry blessing Israeli believers. We can bless Israel today and we can be blessed. And the Lord knows how to love and bless and show kindness to his people who love him and walk in his ways, even in the midst of a generation that's shaking its fist at him. Yeah. He continues to put before us life and death. Life and death. Choose life. Choose life. Walk on that narrow path that leads to life. Follow Messiah Jesus. He's coming for his people any minute in the clouds. The Bible says, therefore, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up with them together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Sadly, so many in churches and in pulpits are not talking about the rapture, the coming of Messiah Yeshua, the catching away for the bride to take us back to the bridal chambers, the place Jesus has gone to prepare for us. But I'm telling you from the word of God and from the Bible prophecies are leaping off the pages all around us. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. I don't believe that. Well, you're you're fulfilling Bible prophecy, too, then, because he said many scoffers will come walking according to their own lusts. Many scoffers will come in the last days walking according to their own lusts. Now, here's the thing. Those who love Messiah Jesus are like the bride preparing for the groom. The any time unannounced coming of the groom in the clouds for his people. And they're getting ready. And Messiah Jesus said, watch therefore and be ready. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus name, uh, your words very clear, Father, about the curses that are on this earth, the curse that is on the earth for breaking that Abraham covenant, for coming against Israel, coming against the Jewish people and, and standing with Islam to destroy the Jews. And these countries who, who are experiencing so much of this curse are ones that have done just that. Even the United States, oh Lord, that were so reluctant to do this, but then started changing and then stood with all the other nations against Israel in so many ways. But there's many in America who want to bless Israel, who are blessing Israel. Oh, bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. There are many people who are listening today who are blessing Israel, who are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. As your word says, you'll prosper those who love Jerusalem. Bless your people who are listening. Bless your people who are walking in your ways. Help us, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name to be ready when King Jesus comes for us. Amen. Well, it's an important program uh, and, and, and very important things to hear. It's, it's not the ice cream and cake message. It's more like the broccoli and the cauliflower message. But it's really healthy and it's real nourishing and it's real important for us. Listen, you don't want to be, you don't wanna be uh, walking under that Abrahamic curse in this hour. You want to be walking under the blessing. May the blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob rest upon all of our listeners. Hallelujah. Uh, again, go to blessingisraelibelievers.com. A great way to bless Israel is to bless the Israeli believers. And, and uh, as we like to close the program this way, here we go. Um, Messiah Jesus is coming any moment, so we need to watch therefore. Watch therefore and be ready. Thanks for listening today. And please join me every day, Monday through Friday, 
unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.